Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. And today we have a special guest on our Hopecast. We have our new staff person, a new full-time missionary, Caroline Williams-Allen. We are so excited to have her, and let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Hi, this is Cameron Graham Vivanco. And my name is Jorge Luis Rodriguez. And welcome back to season two. We're still just so excited for season two. (laughs) (laughs) And that's off the ground. I am the co-founder of Education with Hope and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I am the coordinator of teams and training for Equals H in Ecuador as well. Um, today we have a special guest. Super ha- special guest. We love having special guests. Love um, we have new missionaries on the ground full time with education equals hope. That's but, so cool. It's really cool to know that it's not just two or three of us. Five or six. Because yes, Roberto counts too. And as we always say, we would not <laughs> be able to do what we do if we didn't have the support and encouragement by other people. Absolutely. And this guest today. It's she's a not a huge, guest. She's just part she's of the family. Not a guest. She's part of the family now. Guest in the Hopecast. Get, oh, Hopecast guest. Yes. Well, Hopecast. welcome Caroline Williams Allen. Hi, everybody. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for inviting me. We are super thrilled to have you here in all of the senses, here in the podcast, and here, and here in, the, in country. the country. It's fun to be here. Caroline, tell us some of your story. How did? When was the first time you came to Ecuador? Well, the first time I came to Ecuador was in 2014. Uh-huh. I was a senior at Swanee. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Lauren Goodpaster, <laughs> Dixon Myers. Hi, everybody. Um, yeah, so I came on an outreach trip with Swanee. Um, I had studied abroad in Costa Rica junior year, and so I kind of wanted to practice some Spanish. And I was deciding between going to Costa Rica and Ecuador. But I was like, eh, Costa Rica, I've been there, done that. Guess I'll go to Ecuador. Um, <laughs> Little did you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I was trying to think how many times I've been here at this point. I don't know <laughs> how many times living here counts as. A lot, right? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I came with that team. And um, we were here for, I guess, like 10 days. I don't, you know, it's a little blurry, but. Um, we were working at our Helia Alta, which is a site um, kind of towards the south of Quito. And um, I remember really, really vividly, um, we did some home visits with a woman named Carlota who kind of did like, I guess it was kind of similar to like Head Start, but in people's homes. So mm-hmm. she works with, or at that time, I don't know, I haven't kept up with her, but she worked with new moms and kind of how to train their kids and lots of different life skills. And we visited three houses and, um, I was just like really angry at the end of the day. Um, and I'm not really an angry person, but our host Danny was like, it's okay. Like, you, you know, but I just remember thinking like, this is not fair. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like I had been on mission trips, which I then learned are called experiences or teams um, before. And like I had been surrounded by poverty before, but I just really remember thinking like it is so felt so random that the women who I met that day were born into the situations that they were born into. And then I was born into the situation that I was born into. 
And so I really struggled with that. Um, some wise woman um, told me that guilt is not a productive feeling. <laughs> and so I needed to kind of figure out how I was going to deal with that. And um, I mean, like, I think it was before we even left Ecuador those 10 days. I was like, I think I'm going to be back here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that felt kind of scary to say out loud. Right. <laughs> Um, and then what happened? What was the, the next part of your journey? Then what happened? Uh, I went and worked at summer camp. Like I had planned, you know, I had all these, I had like a five-year plan at that point and that just went totally out the <laughs> window as those yeah. tend to do. Yeah. Jesus yeah. loves you and we, we have, have a plan, plan for, for your you. life. Yeah. If they, if the Cameron and Jorjito ever say that to you, run. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. It's usually a good plan. Um, yeah, and then in the fall, I lived at home and coached field hockey and raised funds. In 2015, I lived in Ecuador. Came in January, helped run the vision yeah. team, right when watching the door, helped uh, host the Swanee team yep. that March. And you were here for nine, ten months. Total? Like 11, yeah, 11 months. 11 months. My first weekend in country was happening. Oh, wow. Um, I think it was the very first weekend, wasn't she was it? laughing. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And I like, <laughs> I remember planning specifically, like, well, let's try to get her bef- get her here before happening yep. so that she can go to happening. And yeah. happening is uh, a renewal weekend within yes. the Episcopal Church uh, designed for young people to understand how much God actually loves them mm-hmm. in an individualistic Western mindset, sort of God connected to me, me connected to God sort of way, which yeah. is a fantastic program. Um, I came to know how much God loves me and how important Jesus was at happening 16 in the Diocese of North Carolina back in 1992. Um, And so um, helped transplant that uh, event here, but was really intentional about getting Caroline here before then because I knew there would just be a great opportunity for her to meet and connect with people, and especially in the three Episcopal churches that we work so much with and Mm -hmm. and, and in Educational Soap um, and in Youth Ministry. And then I distinctly remember like looking out either Friday night or Saturday morning wow. the routine and Caroline's eyes are like big <laughs> teacups. And I was like, oh, I prepared everyone for Caroline. I didn't do a whole lot of preparation for Caroline of what this event was going to yeah, be. Yeah. Whoopsie doodle. Anyway. Well, I only have good memories of that. she survived. Then, so. yeah. I mean, the most important part of that kind of event is that it's yeah. super incredibly intentional. Yeah. And everything is like very deep and I wonder how that was for you. you yeah. Know, Again, in Spanish. Thing, you know, one thing is like coming down in a team yeah. for 10 days. You struggle. You leave with tons of ideas. You leave even with longings, you know. Mm-hmm. But then you came back. And the first thing you do on the round was this very intentional time. Yeah. Culture immersion. Immersion. Right? Yeah. How, they how go was to it? How was it? Yeah, it's funny. I haven't thought about it that much, but like it's all coming back. Um, Do you need another happening? <laughs> now that you to process it again. I so yeah, I grew up in the Episcopal Church, but I I guess I lived under a rock because I had never heard of happening mm. until I came to Ecuador. Um, which was funny. And I remember I, I had a great time. I do remember thinking wow, I really thought I could speak Spanish, and I actually can't. (laughs) Um, That was a little eye-opening. But, I mean, it really was. It was a great way to meet the youth that I would work with all year long. Mm. So, um, yeah, and um, we had small groups, and we had large groups, and 
um, Mariana was the rector. She Aww. like led the whole weekend, and she's just um, become someone really dear to me. So it's fun to think back on the relationships that started that weekend. Um, and how they've kind of changed and transformed as as we live life together, and because now you have a, a godson yeah. that comes out of relate. Well, oh. Erica, yeah. you met Erica and Uncle at that I weekend, did. and and they later got married and they have a son, and now wow. Caroline is their god is Nathan's godmother. Yeah. So as the rest of that year progressed and happening yeah. and teams and summer intern, uh, well summer teams, yes. um, and other interns, and then the fall season when you did a lot of site work. Mm-hmm. Um, as she was in the different ministry sites. As you look back, what are the takeaways from that time or what what stayed with you that catapulted you into full-time ministry um, a number of years later? Hmm, that's a good question. I um, I think I just like very immediately felt at home here, um, partially living with Lula, as I call her, Reverend Lourdes. I can't say her name correctly, <laughs> so I call her Lula. Um, just, I mean, I've, I felt immediately like I was among family and friends, mm-hmm. and I think that's part of Ecuadorian culture. Um, but just, like, that way to immediately welcome and celebrate who someone is and, um, you know, it like, honestly, I could have been anyone, and they were just so happy I was there and so welcoming and... Um, just like treating everybody how how Jesus sees them. Like I really felt like they honored, you know, the spirit in me and I try to do that to other people too. Like I feel like I really um, learned that it doesn't matter who you are. You are just so loved. Like kind of like you were talking about at Happening, mm-hmm. but that was like constant all year Absolutely. long. Um, obviously learned some Spanish. <laughs> Not sure how much of that has stuck with me, but trying. Um, and I think, you know, you talk about relationships a lot, but that's what I remember and hold on to the most is, is those relationships. And like, we're so lucky that even in the five years that that I was in the U S in between, you know, we can get Mm -hmm. on Facebook and I get to visit once a year and just keep those relationships going. And so the chance to like live here now and (laughs) hug people in person and, um, just the anticipation of those relationships strengthening even more is really exciting. So I don't know if I actually answered your question, but. (laughs) Well, you went back, when you went back, you actually met a team um, that summer that you, that summer 2015 that you hosted and (laughs) a very smart woman, the Reverend Abby White Moon, it was like, "Mm, I think we're going to interview Caroline to do some youth (laughs) ministry. Yeah. And, uh, and brought you on staff, me interviewed, and they hired mm-hmm. you, and you were on staff at St. John's in Tallahassee as the youth minister. And I just want to do a personal shout-out to Abby and to the rest of the leadership at St. John's that they had the wisdom to let you uh, have two weeks a year to come to Ecuador <laughs> to, to to run the Swanee team and yeah. to support us, but really to nurture your spirit and mm-hmm. your soul. And that was, I think, a great decision and great professional development on their part, investing in their staff to watch your passions continue to grow and develop and and bring those back into your youth ministry. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so St. John's has sent you out. Yes. You and John as a missionary couple, did yes. you ever think you would have the title as a missionary? 
No, that's not really a thing in the church that I grew up in. <laughs> of course. Which, you know, just so happens to also be the church where Cameron grew up. Uh, <laughs> Carolyn and I have a few things in common, including the Chapel of the Cross. Yeah. And including yeah. me being the first missionary that either one of us ever met. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was that's just true. about I to ask you that. True. Is that Cameron the only one doing that? I mean, I'm other than up the a, people here in Ecuador. Up to that yeah, point yeah. in her life. Up to that yeah. point, like it, it was the only yeah. experience that you've heard. The Episcopal Church it. is yeah. phenomenal in a million mm-hmm. ways yeah. and has some differences from other mm-hmm. uh, denominations, especially in the Southeast, and missionaries being really low on the totem pole is one of those things. Yeah. I just don't think it, I, I had ever, like, heard of that happening. Like, what? what it why I had, like, no positive or negative associations. Mm-hmm. It was just, like... I didn't realize people did that. <laughs> that did this. We're doing it. That we do currently <laughs> together. Yeah. Um, so as you, same question um, uh, in a different way, as you look forward, now that you're here yeah. full time, mm-hmm. what are you excited about? Um, I, I'm excited to, I, I just think you can't replicate, I mean, I kind of touched on this earlier, but you can't replicate relationship that happens in person. And so... Excited to be here with um, people I already know, people I haven't even met yet, um, just living life together and struggling together and celebrating things together. Um, it's like, I mean, the times I've gotten to bring the youth of St. John's, I think three times mm-hmm. um, down here. And I mean, just the, the experience of sitting back and watching people that I love in the U.S. and people that I love in Ecuador, like, work together and um, love each other is, like, beyond my wildest dreams. And mm-hmm. so just bringing even more people into that relationship and into the Education Equals Hope family um, is just so exciting. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, we all have a passion for this. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Um, but even if just a little bit of that can seep out into other people. And, you know, I just think of, like, sometimes you just see someone catch on and their eyes just light up and they just get it and they mm-hmm. have that aha moment. And it's just really a privilege to be a part of. So that's what I'm excited about. Carolina will be working with teams. She'll be working in ministry sites. She'll be doing some communication. Um, She's going to be having her fingers in lots and lots of the different aspects, Um, working on the scholarship side with the ministry sites, and then also working in the team side as well. Mm -hmm. So we are thrilled, thrilled (laughs) to have have Caroline and her husband, John, here, and their cute little dog, Zoe. Yeah. (laughs) I think the Vivanco children especially are excited that Zoe's here. I think that, and Mr. Vivanco. Uh Um, Uh-huh. So as we, uh, the reason that we want you, we wanted to bring you on the HopeCast, bring John on the HopeCast, is so that people know you. Obviously, Educationalist Hope is completely supported by wonderful, wonderful people who give financially, and we want them to know who's involved and who the players are, um, whether they're able to come down in person and see you or um, just hear or get communications from you that you are an official <laughs> approved member of the team, and we're yes. so thrilled. Hate it. Thrilled <laughs> to have you. Um, things that are coming up in the Educational Hope world, we have a vision team, an on-person 
on-ground, in-person vision team coming up um, at the end of October. And we also have a counseling team. And Caroline will help a counseling team. That means we have four counselors, three counselors and a psychiatrist coming from the United States to come and resource uh, Casa Dalia and the ESME and Slavery Ministries Ecuador Ministry, as well as Casa Gabriel and Second Chances, that larger ministry, uh, to give their staff um, the coaching and support they need to be able to deal with young people that have survived trauma, mm-hmm. um, all sorts of difficult traumas. Um, and so Caroline will get to be a part of both of those teams and help facilitate those in the very near future. Woohoo! Any shout outs that you want to say? Any greetings to anybody? Um, hi, thanks for listening. I've never done this before. <laughs> <laughs> um, we just to echo what Cameron said, John and I and Zoe are thrilled to be here. Um, it's been a dream for a while, and it's kind of crazy that it's actually happening. And it could not have happened and won't continue to happen without um, all of y'all who are part of this journey with us. Um, St. John's for sending us and for training me for five years. <laughs> um, and our family and friends and people we didn't even know before this who've, who've contributed financially and prayerfully and keep checking up on us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. It's incredible. The the cloud of witnesses that, yeah. that come around and make this ministry possible. Mm-hmm. We will be back, of course, with more episodes that will um, share the stories and the lives that are being transformed. But we want you all to know the players. So thank you, Caroline, very much for being here. Mm-hmm. If you would like to support Educationals Hope, please go to www.educationalshope.org and hit that Donate Now button. Um, we are thrilled uh, that you would be here and be in part of Season 2. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org, or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.